his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. It's tax season. As if that's not stressful enough, taxpayers have to worry about scams every year, including now what is called vishing. Joining us, John Wilson, Senior Fellow of Threat Research at Cybersecurity Software and Services Provider Fortra. So, John, thank you for joining us, and tell us what is vishing. Vishing uh, is essentially just phishing or smishing, which people may be familiar with, but done using voice. Now, uh, it's essentially someone impersonating a trusted party, such as the IRS, and soliciting information out of you. Now, I use my own personal definition where I extend that to also include any sort of scam perpetrated via telephone. So what's that going to sound like to someone getting that call? Yeah, it's going to sound quite terrifying, actually. Um, You get a call, you look down at the caller ID, and you see you know, a 202 area code number, Washington, D.C. You may even think uh, it may actually be the IRS's phone number. And you pick up that call and the first words the person says is, I'm agent so-and-so with the IRS. Uh, You owe a bunch of money uh, from last year's taxes. If you do not pay today, we are going to send the police to your house to arrest you. That is far and away the most common. There are a few variants on it, but uh, that is a typical uh, tax vision call you might receive. I'm curious, how are they asking folks to pay through this scam? Oh, absolutely. So the most common uh, payment method they request, uh, believe it or not, are gift cards. And they'll happily take a Target gift card, a Walmart gift card, uh, you know, you name it. Um, I'm not sure if they would take like a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card, but, you know, they're they're pretty uh, flexible in what they will accept for payment as long as, a, as it's a gift card because those are untraceable. There have been cases where they ask folks to wire money uh, through a wire transfer, where the money will very quickly be moved between five or six different accounts until it vaporizes into thin air. Uh, But far and away, the most common uh, would be the gift card. Now, you know, it would be easy for us to sit here and say, well, how could anyone fall for that? But is it kind of the emotional nature of getting a call purportedly from the IRS that sometimes causes people to fall into these scams? Absolutely. So it utilizes social engineering. One of the key tenets of social engineering um, is uh, one of the techniques used is authority. So you are more likely to uh, do what someone asks you to do if you believe they are a person in authority. And certainly someone with the IRS who potentially does have the power to prosecute you for some sort of tax fraud uh, certainly gives off that air of authority. The other uh, technique they typically use that's part of social engineering is uh, what's known as urgency. Uh, Again, this is the idea if you don't pay today, uh, because, of course, if they give you enough time to think about it, if you have a chance to talk to any other human being, they're going to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're telling me the IRS wants you to pay $5,000 in back taxes with gift cards? Does that make any sense to you? So again, that's how they uh, essentially are able to do this. They use the authority. They use that urgency, therefore not giving you the chance to talk to someone else who might uh, sort of set you straight and make you realize this is a scam. For our listeners, how would the IRS typically operate? 
for something yeah. like this? So most typically, they are going to send you a letter, probably via certified mail. Uh, that is the most common way they, uh, you know, they communicate with taxpayers. That said, in recent years, the IRS has occasionally been using the telephone. Um, however, they're never going to demand payment today. You always have the opportunity to appeal. Uh, you can, you know, get an attorney involved. You can get your tax preparer involved. So there's never that, you know, pay today or you're going to go to jail. Uh, so, you know, but like I said, typically it's going to come through the mail uh, and you're going to have time to think about this. You're going to have a chance to speak with your tax preparer, et cetera. Now, this is not the only type of tax season scam. What have we seen in recent years when it comes to these scammers trying to use the IRS to get money out of us? Oh, my goodness. So there are a variety of ways. I gave you the most common one that's done over phone. Another one done over phone uh, is uh, they tell you you have a refund coming, and that one will sort of go down one of two paths. They may simply say, in order to get you the refund, you have to pay a small processing fee. Uh, So again, they're going to want to maybe a $500 Visa gift card. Uh, and in exchange, you're going to get your $40,000 refund. So a lot of people might jump at that opportunity. Of course, there is no refund. Uh, the second uh, you know, direction that particular scam might take is they'll start asking you, well, in order to send you the refund, we need to validate some information. Uh, please repeat your full social security number to me, your mother's maiden name, you know, your blood type, you know, uh, I'm, I'm being facetious here, but they'll ask you every possible detail so that they could then perhaps go and file a tax return on your behalf and claim a refund that was due to you. Which brings me to actually a very terrifying um, uh, tax scam uh, that we see every year. Uh, I just saw one yesterday, actually, in my work as a threat researcher, um, where uh, you res- uh, someone in the company who deals with the taxes uh, will get a, um, uh, an email claiming to be uh, the, uh, usually not claiming to be the IRS, but rather claiming to be a company executive. They will say that we're doing an audit uh, for tax purposes or whatever, and they'll say, I need a copy of all employee W-2s. Uh, and if the person actually sends that file over to the scammer, guess what? It now is a race against time because those scammers are going to go and try to claim a refund for every single one of those W-2s that they get their hands on. Now, even if they're only successful once or twice, imagine the nightmare when you go to fire your taxes and it says, I'm sorry, you already filed your taxes for 2022. Um, and now you're like, uh-oh, what do I do? And it's uh, actually a, quite a scary Uh, situation. There are a few other types. I don't know if you want me to go into them, but uh, uh, there's another one. Um, They'll impersonate the IRS uh, in order to to deliver malware. After all, if you think the message is from the IRS, you darn well better open it, right? Um, And so where you might normally, you know, say, I will not click on on a link, I won't click on an attachment. Well, this is from the IRS. I better open it up. It says I owe money. It says I'm getting a refund. I, I want to see what the information is. Suddenly now your computer's infected. That could spread throughout the network. Uh, and, you know, it could lead to a ransomware infection. So what are some of the, the other recommendations that you would give to taxpayers as we as we wrap up today? Yeah. So if you get a call claiming to come from the IRS, um, note the person's name and badge number. If it's really the IRS, they're going to speak slowly enough that you actually can take that information down. Um, 
note the information, say, thank you very much. I'll consult with my tax attorney and get back to you. Hang up the phone. The reality is um, it's probably not the IRS. As I mentioned, it's exceedingly rare that they make a telephone call um, and they will follow up any call with a, with a letter in the mail. So uh, don't be afraid to hang up. If you're really scared, say, look, you know, I'm not comfortable discussing this over the phone. Send me a letter. Boom, hang up. They're not going to come and arrest you. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.